You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, bumper. <laughs> this is Jordan, and you're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm Jesse Starcher. Oh, <laughs> I'm Seth. We're back. Welcome, Mr. Starcher. Thank you very much. Glad to be here, guys. Yeah, we're, uh, what, what, why are you here, Jesse? Oh, okay, all right. So, here we go. We're, we're, we're getting started here. Uh, it's summertime. summertime. Well, first of all, you don't invite a guest on and just dive right in <laughs> without having him plug uh, his own podcast. Oh, okay. All right. Jesse from the what? The block? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Jesse from the Rattlich in Broadcasting Network. Uh, also do a show on there called Source Material. Uh, it's a comic book book club, pretty much, where me and a few other choice guests get on there and talk about comic books, uh, story arcs, whatever we can. We've had a good time here recently. We've reached over 150-some episodes. And uh, also, uh, just before I forget, before we you know, when we get out of here, I know I'm not going to remember to plug this because it recently happened, but also a, a participant or, let's say, a contributor to the UnspokenDecade.com where you can go for, to check out a lot of uh, fun facts about 90s comics. And that is about... Half my plugs. Let's go ahead and get the other one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, is, that a, is that a website or just a Facebook page? Both. Uh, okay. UnspokenDecade.com is a website where you can go and read articles about 90s comics, but there's also a Facebook page on there, and you can, well, you know, we've, we post a lot of fun pictures from covers, ads, and stuff from the 1990s. There's a lot of nostalgia when I, whenever I see one of those pop up. Yeah, it's, it's fun stuff. That's what got me into it. It's just kind of... Every once in a while, there'll be something that, oh yeah, I remember reading that. Uh, so, yes, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad to be here for Kapow, though. This is, you know, it's been what, a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, probably. It was like two years ago, you came and did some trivia, and then last year, around this time when school let out, you said we hadn't taken our finals. Yeah, I think it's been a year and two hours. Yeah. <laughs> At least two hours. Maybe three. So. I'm just talking about last time I appeared, not when we started getting this show set up. Right. (laughs) But those technical difficulties are long behind us. Cliff figured it all out. (laughs) That's right. The mics are working. Everything is smooth sailing from here. So. I'm ready to go back to school. Good. So we got a, we took our tests before we started recording and we're going to see how we did. That's right. We're going from the wizard. Magazine number twenty-two. We probably shouldn't hold our. Uh, we pass. That's switch. right. You're going to oh. pass them. Pass the, the the duchy to the left hand side. Yeah. Is that how it goes? There uh, we go. Okay, I've got Jordan's. Cliff's got mine. Jordan's got Cliff. Michael skipped the test, so he's getting held back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like I said, we're going through nineteen June of nineteen ninety-three. Wizard CBIQ. Okay, the comic book intelligent quotient. So, 
I'll read the question. You guys have already got your answers, the answers in front of you that the person to whatever side you just handed it off to has, and you're going to grade those tests. I've got to say I'm a little worried that a lot of Cliff's answers are the same as mine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, All right. This was, this was, this feels tougher than last year's. Much. So. Oh, we didn't do, uh, how well would we fare? What? That's oh. Yeah. Well, okay. Here we go. I've got it right in front of me. Try not to jostle the mic. I apologize. Here we go. All right. So if, if you get, Zero to five correct. I think you gotta explain. I, I do because that makes no sense just reading that straight <laughs> off there. Uh, so we're grading you alongside the worst places to get a paper cut. Oh, okay. Uh, and then have some turpentine rubbed into the wound. <laughs> oh, wizard. So, so debonair. <laughs> the more so classy. The more agonizing the spot, the higher you score. So here we go. Zero to five, you'll get a paper cut between the toes. That's. Oh, man. Who's been there, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Mike learned the bathtub. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it, he cuts himself with his own toenails. Yeah. Well, huh? um, that's a... That's a, that's a foot washing. Yeah. 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 The old foot washing jokes. <laughs> Six to 13 under the nail of your thumb. Fourteen to 25 correct corner of your mouth. That one's got a suck. Yeah. 26 to 29, the string under your tongue. That is weird. That is weird. How does that happen? Then number 30, if you get 30, excuse me, if you get 30 correct here, smack dab in the middle of your eye. Paper cut on your eyeball. Yeah. All right. Okay. So So here we go. First off, thanks for indulging me, guys. Okay. Whatever. We love it. I appreciate it. I do. Uh... All right, we're starting off with question number one. You think I want to stay in 32nd grade forever? (laughs) 32nd grade. (laughs) Now, ladies and gentlemen, you can play at home. Uh, Grab yourself a pen, piece, paper. We're going to go ahead and go down through here, give you some time to answer, and then we will uh, disclose the answer. All right. Number one, what evil organization created MODOK? Our choices are... A, Chaos, B, AIM, C, Hydra, or D, the Cavity Creeps? We make holes empty. We make holes empty. Uh, anybody want to anybody volunteer their answer if they can remember what they picked? Well, yeah. That was, uh... I'll, I'll just go around the table then. Uh, Jordan, what'd you pick, man? You remember? Uh, I believe it was AIM. That's AIM. correct. B, letter B, AIM is the correct answer. A, I, M. Anybody know what AIM stands for? Advanced Idea Mechanics. Very nice. Does anyone know what MODOK stands for? Oh, shoot. I do. Uh, I can't come up with it. Something, something, What's something like killer. Me- mechanical organism or something like that. And then, but the last year, designed, designed only the, for yeah. killing. There we go. Yeah, good job. No extra points. Bonus point. <laughs> you wish. All right, number two. Which of the following was not a Herald of Galactus? A, Silver Streak. It's a good movie, by the way. Uh, a, B, Airwalker. C, Gabriel. Or D, Morg. Now see, question number two is when I first realized I might be in trouble on this quiz. Because <laughs> I was already second-guessing myself. I scratched out whatever I put first and changed yeah. it to something else. So, uh, Seth, do you remember what you chose? Uh, yes, I chose Silver Streak because I don't think there would be Silver Streak and Silver Surfer. 
That was my exact reasoning. I, I had Morg. I'm like, I know I've heard that name before, but I didn't know Morg what it was. Org, right? <laughs> Morg, <laughs> Morg.org. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I know that Morg is a character, but I don't have any idea if he was a herald. But yeah, Silver Streak sounds just like the GoBot version of Silver Streak. <laughs> The correct answer is A, Silver Streak. Oh, wow. I will admit, when I read that, I thought it said Silver Surfer. <laughs> well, did you, did you get it? No, no did he get picked Airwalker. <laughs> Airwalker, yeah. Which I remember him fondly as the guy who walked on air. Sure. Two and Boy, two together. You there. Know your stuff. <laughs> 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 to my defense... I'm not sure I answered all the questions. <laughs> oh, are there going to be blank ones on there? You but I, well, I just kind of circled as I because I was busy trying to figure oh, out. Oh, sure. If yep, it, there is one. Yep. I'm I didn't answer them all. Now circle. Yep. No. Huh? Just pick it. What is it? What's the question is it? I don't know. Just up here, just give it a circle on something. Awesome Android. Oh. Well, you know two of those. <laughs> Sure. All right, give it back. Whatever. Okay. All right, Justin. Hopefully that was it. Number three. If I remember correctly, last year, Cliff was not really excited about it. He wasn't a player. (laughs) None of these questions are, they're always Marvel or something besides DC. I have no chance unless it's a DC question. I think the field is more level this year because there's some offbeat characters. Yeah, there's there's definitely some questions. There's a lot. We're all doing some wild guessing. All right, number three. The full name of Batman's butler is A. Alfred Butterworth B. Alfred Wordsworth C. Alfred Burnsworth or D. Alfred Pennyworth Well, that's DC. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I actually knew this one. All right. Tell us what you tell us what you go. It with. would be Pennyworth. That is correct. Bingo. Number 3 is letter D. All right. Number 4. Which of the following two image characters are related? I actually talked about this just recently on the Unspoken Decade, believe it or not. This was a couple of days ago. I had no I idea this question was here. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pretty in-depth conversation. Uh, which of the following two image characters are related? Cabot and Battlestone, Cold Snap and K.O., Seahawk and Atlas, or D, both A and B? If you're joining this podcast late, remember this quiz is from 1993. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Um, I will admit yeah. owning a comic book store and not knowing any of these names, so I took a wild guess. Okay, well, let's hear it. I think I picked B, Cold Snap and KO. Cold Snap and KO. Both members, if I remember correctly, of Brigade. I th- well, I should say I remember KO, I think, being a member of Brigade, but... The answer is actually A, Cabot and Battlestone. Cabot was the leader of Bloodstrike, and Battlestone was the leader of Brigade. Now, can I, I tell you my little trick? When I was taking this test, I chose, I always picked the both, when it was like, because I don't know the answer to any of the questions that had an option for both. A and B or whatever, so I chose that. So I oh, they they okay, wouldn't gotcha. put that option if it wasn't going to be put Except in. Usually put in play. you get one, but not not in this case. <laughs> I did not get that. All right, so number five, which character was not a member of the New Gods? A Jezebel, B Ajax, C Lonar, 
D Metron. What? DC. Dead silence. I know Metron. <laughs> I didn't know any of the others. Yeah, me too. Seth, you want to tell us what I'm you chose? I'm honestly not sure what I picked. Cliff, you'd have to tell him whatever. You picked Lonar. Okay. So did Cliff. But I picked Jezebel because that just seemed less like a Kirby-esque name. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. have any idea. You're all incorrect. Yes. All <laughs> right. <laughs> no, number five is B, Ajak. Mm. We're not, it. not a it. member See, of the Michael, Michael would have known that. Michael, I said we said before, Michael would have known a lot yeah, of test he skips because he's scared is the one he would probably be to say. <laughs> At least he'll say it. All right, number six. Ant-Man made his debut in which Marvel title? A, Tales of Suspense. B, Journey into Mystery. C, Tales to Astonish. Or D, Astonishing Tales. Very relevant all these years later. Yeah. See, I got I have this this stuff memorized. They all sounded good to me. Because yeah, <laughs> Tales of Suspense is the Cap and Iron Man. Right. Uh, Journey into Mystery is Thor. Cliff. Is that what he said? Yeah, Cliff oh. me. Tales of Astonish is the Ant-Man one. All right. The correct answer is C, Tales to Astonish. And I think Astonishing Tales was like an old pulp yeah. novel or pulp magazine, something like that. So. All right. Number seven. Magnus, robotic, excuse me, Magnus's robotic mentor, 1-A, was recently, 1993, ladies and gentlemen, Reintroduced as A, a Malev, B, a bird, (laughs) C, a human-looking cyborg, or D, Spylock of the Future Force. But I like he said that a meet-up word was such authority. Yeah. yeah, What is it, a Malev or a bird? Uh, okay, so where, where are we at? Uh, Jordan? Who cares? No. <laughs> Jordan, take your Cliff and I took the same wild swing on this one, and we both said a human-looking cyborg. Okay. Mm-hmm. I took a different wild swing. I went with, I don't know anything about his eye. I went with a bird. <laughs> Uh, the correct answer is B, a bird. Oh. All right. Oh, goodness. I think Malev's boy. I, just to dispense some misinformation here, uh, I think Malev's were the robots. <laughs> That's what Jesse's for. <laughs> that is right. Uh, I think Malev's were the robots in in robot uh, Magnus Robot Fire. That sounds like a futuristic slang term. Like, yeah. you know, bad evolution. Dialect. You're a mal evolution. Oh, yeah, man. good one. You put that together. Yeah. I, I, I never would have done that. That's interesting. Because that's not what they do. <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> All right, number eight. William Baker is better known as what superpower character? A, Master Dark. B, Lord Darkthorn. C, Shazam. Or D, the Sandman. Uh, excuse me, I... I'm not sure which one I picked, but I didn't pick Shazam. Then that Billy yep. Batson. Yeah, it's yep. Billy. And I didn't pick Sandman, because that's Flint Marco. So I oh, I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking like Wesley, Wesley Dodds or yeah, Wesley Dodds. That's what I was trying to come up with earlier. Um, but neither none picked, of those are William Baker. Yeah, so. I, I picked Lord Darkthorn. Thorn, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, according to the answer key down here at the bottom, number eight is D, the Sandman. 
Cliff got it right Woo-hoo! through no fault of his own. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't know who they're talking about because the Marvel Sandman's Flint Marco, but yeah, that didn't even cross my mind. Like I, I, for, I will say that a lot of those backstories on those people, who knows? I mean, it might be the same guy, it might be somebody else. Yeah, William Baker. I, I, I rang no. I don't know if you name your kid Flint Marco right in the crib. You know, he might change his name. <laughs> All right, well, that might be that might be worthy of looking up here later. Yeah. All right, so number nine, in Archer and Armstrong, a valiant title. What is Archer's first name? A. Joab. B. Obadiah. C. Methuselah. Or D. Caleb. A lot of these Valiant titles have come back. Like, they're yep. big sellers now. And all these, you know, Arthur and Armstrong are in a monthly book right now. So this shouldn't be super obscure, but I couldn't come up with it. There's actually going to be a... Are they shooting, like, a Bloodshot, a bloodshot movie? When, yeah, they're doing some live action. Some live action stuff. I was going to say, I think, oh, what's his name from... Uh, what is his name? I blank on names when I when I'm put on the spot. I think it's William Baker. Yeah, William yeah. Baker. <laughs> William Baker. The guy who Margles. Who voiced Groot? <laughs> Somebody tell me who voiced Groot. Vin Diesel. Thank Vin. you. That's the guy. That's the name I'm looking for. It, it, supposedly, that's the name that was thrown around for Bloodshot. All right. So, did you guess there, Cliff? But did you have a wild guess as to what? I uh, don't even know what I picked. Thing. Yeah, we don't have our own papers. Who? What did I put? Caleb. So did Cliff. Okay. So did you. Well, that is the incorrect answer. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, 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 it is actually, I, and I did not know this, but his actual name is Obadiah. Mm. I was thinking Obadiah Stane. That's the first thing I thought of, too. Okay. In the Armor Wars, Iron Man accidentally killed which supervillain? It's a rather popular Iron Man storyline. Mm. Uh, we have A, Titanium Man, B, Ironmonger, C, Crimson Dynamo, or or D the controller. Uh, it's your turn, Jordan. Yeah, go for it, Jordan. Um, well, I don't know. Well, you put. picked Crimson Dynamo, as did Cliff. I, any of the I I don't think it was the controller, but the first three all seemed. I, it's it's I battles guys in armor like they're right, all very right. similar. I chose I chose Titanium Man. I was thinking there was. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not gonna try to speculate. Seth is correct. Titanium Man is the one that Iron Man accidentally killed in the Armor Wars. Oh, my paper cut is getting worse. Than that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic if you actually got a paper cut with this? Oh yeah, <laughs> by throwing it across the room. <laughs> if you give me one of my eyeball, I'm gonna have thirty points. <laughs> All right, number eleven. Who played the trickster in the short-lived Flash television series? Oh, no, we all know that. 1993, ladies and gentlemen. Now, all of a sudden, history is repeating itself. Oh, wait. He's got to read it. Yeah. Somewhat repeating itself. Uh, well, you know, I know this. I only know this because of what's happened recently uh, with the Flash. But who played the trickster in the short-lived Flash television series? We have A, Doug Henning, B, Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> with the watermelons and everything. Uh, C, Mark Hamill. <clears throat> Or D, Michael York. Was Gallagher <clears throat> even still popular in 1993? <laughs> <laughs> like 1983. Popular enough to play the trickster on, uh, apparently. on a low-rent TV show. 
All right. So, oh, we might need to cut that out. People love that show. <sighs> Michael loves that show. <laughs> Seth, did you, you? I know you gave us the correct answer, but it's your turn now. For, uh, you gave us the correct answer oh, for the yeah. last. What did you say again? Um, I said Mark Hamill. Okay. Yes. Just because yes. I've heard it come up with his name so many times. That is correct. Mark Hamill played the trickster in the short-lived original Flash television series. All right, number 12. Jordan's favorite character. In Rye number zero, what two valiant characters are shown to be married? A, Zeppelin and Eric. B, Ken Clark and Jack Boniface. C, Flamingo and Archer. Or D, Shatiqua and Jeff. <laughs> oh my god. Dang, I bet, looking back at it, Valiant was trying to be more modern and edgy, so I didn't, I barely read the answers because I had no idea. I didn't realize there was a gay couple there. Mm. So that seems like a thing that, that could have been that something seems they like were... a thing that would stick out. Yep. Uh, Cliff, what'd you, you I remember? No, he I has no, no idea. idea. Pick Zeppelin and Eric. The correct. Yeah, I, 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 picked, I just want, I picked this because it sounds ridiculous. Shatiqua and Jeff. That was my <laughs> <laughs> The correct answer is Flamingo and Archer. Oh, so not... none of our thinking yeah, factored in. So whatsoever. ridiculous didn't, didn't work out for me. All right. Question 13. The awesome android is the, contra- the construct of what nutso supervillain? A, the Mad Thinker, B, Lex Luthor, C, Victor Von Doom, or D, the Machine Smith? Oh, Cliff, going back and answering this gets you an extra point. Ooh, did I get it right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. What, what is the correct answer? Oh, I just read the, the Fantastic Four omnibus of the first... 60 issues or something. Fantastic Four. Dang. So it's uh, Mad Thinker. That is yep. correct. Yep. The Mad yep. Thinker. There was a little bit of that in Captain America, too. So I got that one. All right. Image time. In Spawn, how many Violator Demons are there? <laughs> A, 4, B, 5, C, 6, or D, 7? And Seth, you can take a stab at it there. Oh, uh, that's what it, that's all I did. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I took a wild guess at five. Uh, the correct answer is five. Well, B. Do you know anything about this? No, I, I thought there the was deal. you know Violator. I thought was a character. I didn't realize there were multiple. He. Yeah. There was a. I just saw a cover recently where he was. You remember the version, the fat version of Violator, yeah, yeah. which yeah. he wasn't the demon-looking one, but his brother showed up. I, I But I would have guessed seven, because I would have thought seven levels of hell or something like that, but I, I don't know. So, yeah, I would have I would have got this wrong. Was he played by John Leguizamo? In yep. yep. Yes, indeed. All right, question 15, and we'll do a recap of scores here just to see since we're halfway through. Question 15, who was the leader of the Suicide Squad? A. Amanda Waller, B. Solomon Kane, C. Buddy Baker, or D. Barbara Walder. I'm to make <laughs> sure sounds, I read that right. Frankly, that sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at, Cliff? Uh, Amanda Waller. A is correct. Amanda Waller, the leader of the Suicide Squad. Okay. 
Let's do a ta- uh, tally. You guys want to tally it up real quick and just see who's who's in the lead? Cliff has six out of fifteen. It's pretty good. You're getting you're getting a paper cut under the nail of oh your boy. thumb so far. Uh, let's see. Seth has three incorrect, so twelve out of fifteen. Twelve. Wow. Out of 15. That's got to be the pace. Okay. Jordan has seven. Wow. Ooh. Barely ahead of Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's see what the back half of this test is going to be like. It's not any prettier. I oh, can tell you that. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah. If this next question is to judge, then the yeah. You know, which of the following characters has four arms? A. Foresight. B. Formulate. C, for play, or D, both B and C, formulate and for play. All right. What do we got, Cliff, Jordan? You, you're not tallying me, right? I'm not. I missed five, it looks like. One, two, three. I said I, I missed. Oh, 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 oh. You're, you are correct. One, okay. two. So I'll have ten. Don't three, four, five. Yeah. I was like, I was like. I had already thrown in the towel. Yeah, I was like, how, <laughs> how could I have 12? I can't, I, keep thinking I'm I can't read the pencil. I want Clint to grade my paper next time. <laughs> uh, anyway, what forearm? I can't believe Marvel's character forearm was not one of the answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. Forearm. <laughs> All right, so uh, Jordan, is it your turn? I believe here. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Yeah, I, I by process of elimination, foresight seems like a guy with four eyes. Formulate isn't even spelled F O U R, so I went with foreplay, the only one with four in the actual word. Ding, ding, ding! Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, right if there. I, if I have my strategy right, as I recall, I went with both B. Yep, you did. <laughs> And that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> but I was taking a shot because I couldn't. I would had the same thought as you. I was like, those don't make any sense. And I, I actually didn't think, you know, that they would use foreplay, you know. And, uh, <laughs> well, back in the 90s, we're pushing the envelope. Yeah, yeah. So foreplay is the correct answer. Foreplay is the correct answer. All right, so we're moving to 17. Seventeen. What was it, Lord? Cliff and I have the same answer for all of these. Oh wow! <laughs> We're gonna be neck and neck, brother. <laughs> Who wants that paper cut bad enough? And Let's find out. Just so every because everybody cannot see, we are sitting at com- complete opposites of the table. Yep. So there's no way I could have even cheated on. <laughs> no way. And you did your quiz in about forty seconds. Yes. <laughs> it's like one second per question. All right. So, question 17. What was the name used by the spider aliens for the Exo Manowar armor? A. Shaharazad. B. Shinara. C. Shamara. D. Shalamadama Ding Dong. <laughs> All right. So, Seth, you got a. Uh, yeah, I was guessing there. I just went with. Shanhara. Shanhara. That is correct. 17 is B. Shanhara. Jordan, you got that one. Oh, I thought I guessed Shamara. Nope. 
No one took Shamalama Ding Dong. No one took Shamalama Ding Dong. All right, eighteen. What was the backward race that inhabited a square planet back in post-crisis DC? A. The Durlands. Durlands. B. Primatamen. C. The Bizarians. D. The Bizarros. Cliff? This is a whole Kashiki thing. Mm, <laughs> yes. It would be Bizarros. That is correct. D. Bizarros. Isn't Permanthe... Isn't that like that restaurant in Pittsburgh? Yeah. There's, a whole, there's a whole planet of Pittsburghian? Yeah. Permanthe men? Yeah, put fries on her sandwich. <laughs> Yummy. All right, 19. Which character almost had a nervous breakdown when she uncovered the fact that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? A, Glory Grant, B, Deb Whitman, C, Marla Madison, D, Betty Leeds. I, I, See, I said this was like an oasis after a desert of Valiant yeah, questions. I'm like, where's the Spider-Man? I'm like, okay, where's Aunt May? Aunt May, Aunt May. That's like, <laughs> she's not one of the answers. That's exactly and I had what a I was panic thinking. attack. Aunt May, Aunt May, Aunt May. <laughs> I was right there with you. As I was reading, I was like, Aunt May's on here. No, she's not. All right, so, so what did you got choose? Four very obscure supporting cast yeah. members from the Spider Universe. I would say Betty Leeds is the one that I recognize the most yeah. out of Betty all of those. Betty Brandt uh, Leeds. Yeah. So what did I you pick? I yeah, because he'd known Betty the longest, like since high school. Glory and Deb—they're all like at the at the newspaper later, and I'm not sure Marla. I'm not. Maybe that was Jonah's wife. I don't know, but. I think I picked Deb Whitman, just nope. kind of a... You picked Lori Grant. Oh, okay. I was thinking... She's known for her uh, nervous temperament. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to write in down below, Spider-Man still sucks. <laughs> the correct answer is B, oh. Deb Whitman. Go Cliff. Sure. Cliff gets the Spider-Man question. <laughs> Congratulations. Number 20. What X-Men supporting cast member is an ex-dancer? Maura McTaggart? Amanda Sefton? Jennifer Beals? Stevie Hunter? Yeah, that's an awful close name there. So which one is an ex... What X-Men supporting cast member is an ex-dancer? Seth? Um... Well, through process of elimination, I had it down to two names I didn't recognize, and I went with Stevie Hunter. The correct answer is Stevie Hunter. See, I recognize both. I read Mary McTaggart. Sure, well, obviously from yep. the Scotland. What's that place? The, she's. She's known. Yeah. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> Scotland, what's his place? She's known. She's known. She was Trust in a movie. She was, she, <laughs> she was played by a famous, attractive actress. People know who she is. Yeah. And obviously it's not Jennifer Beals. Right. But I know the names Amanda Sefton and Stevie Hunter, but I cannot place what characters they are. I'm going to have to Google that. Stevie Hunter just driving me like crazy. the dancer, right? Yeah, it's like, I'm Stevie. I'm... <laughs> I'm here to dance. dance Apologies dance. to anyone listening named Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> so the answer is D, Stevie Hunter. D, Stevie Hunter, that's right. All right, 21. Oh, thank God. 
which character is from the future? Rildox, Booster Gold, Lex Luthor II, or Brainiac? This is the one I was saying, Cliff. There's a gimme on here for you. I got this one right. Let's hear it, Cliff. Booster Gold. That is correct. Booster Gold. And, and you have no idea who I am, do you? Skeets. Citizens of Metropolis, behold, Booster Gold. Traveling back in time from the year 2462 AD, Booster Gold has come to battle today's wrongdoers. Booster Gold, protecting his past to ensure your future. Can I have your autograph? Sure, little guy. I thought you were Green Lantern. I would like your autograph, sir. Shut up, Skeets. Alright. Question number 22. The Black Knight's sword was cursed in that if it were to draw blood, the Black Knight would A. Turn to stone B. Lose his own life C. Switch souls with the victim or D. Get Jarvis to clean it up. <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> Carib Seamus. You're so funny. This one's yours, Jordan. This is a, you know. I, none of these sounded right to me. One of them that did, but I mean, I'm still sketchy about whether I'm right or not. Just, it was very complicated, you know. There was a lot of different things that could happen depending on when it was. I written, mean, I've read so. a number of comics with the Black Knight in them, and I said none of these really rang a bell. I think I picked Switch Souls with the victim. Yeah. Which sounds like a comic booky thing. The correct answer is A. Turn to stone. Lame. So what good is a sword? Never mind. <laughs> Bunch of hippie pacifist <laughs> raiders. Can't have blood all over your comics. Can't have a knight without a Comics sword. code. Yeah. 23. Which being is not a resident of the negative zone? Blastar, Annihilus, Obliterex, or both A and B, which would be I was so worked out about that sword question, I gave Cliff a right answer when he was actually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> which being which is sorry. not a resident of the negative zone, Blastar, Nihilus, Obliterex, or both A and B. Well, I'm hoping a couple of them <laughs> are not a resident. Of the oh, Seth, your but system is your system is, is not, not paying off here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, unfortunately, sir. <laughs> For sure, one of these was gonna be right. The correct answer is Obliterex. He's not a resident of the negative zone. Damn it! Stuff has gotten tough in this CBIQ. Nihilus, like his main thing is being from the negative zone. (laughs) If you know, if you know literally anything about (laughs) Nihilus, he chose A and B. Hey, I know Nihilus is not. But, <laughs> but you chose A and B. Did you choose D? Dude, I didn't even. What I are you doing? And I didn't know them, and I just chose A and B. I All didn't right. know them, Jesse. Okay. Okay. All right, so 24. You need to curate these questions. I'm not cosmic, as you people. That's right. 
Cannonball, current leader of X-Force, was once employed as A, a coal miner, B, a lumberjack, C, a construction worker, or D, a ditch digger. All right, Cliff. What'd you take here? Do you remember at all? Nope. All right. Cliff picked coal miner. Coal miner. I think that's what I picked. That's what you picked. That's what Jordan picked. And can't because the Guthries are from Kentucky, which is coal country, so it made sense to me. Very good. The correct answer is A, a coal miner. Number 25. I like that there's fewer jokey answers mm-hmm. and there's yeah. more the there's more choice. Yeah, we had it, yeah. Which new mutants new mutant was killed by the animator? A warlock, B magic, C cipher, or D thunderbird? Well, that one's actually I, I just I was gonna say there's quite a few on there I recognize as being killed around that time. And the one I picked uh, is not the one I will uh, the, the correct answer. So you took the quiz too. Uh, as I'm going through, <laughs> as I'm going through, I'm taking answers. Just oh, to see how right. I'm I have no idea. Okay, just go ahead and go, Seth. I think I put Thunderbird. Okay, the correct answer is actually Cipher. Yeah, I got nervous when I saw Jordan put the I was going to go with Warlock. I don't know if any of you guys took Warlock. Chris got three in a row. He's on a streak. Woo-hoo. 26. What criminal did Hawkman and Hawkwoman follow to Earth from Thanagar? A. Eric the Red. B. General Zod. C. Bith. Or D. Bith? Bith, <laughs> Bith Tannen? Bith Tannen. <laughs> Bith? We don't know. Ah. Uh, or D, car hole. <laughs> car hole. <laughs> car hole. All right, what, what are you going well, with there? It's spelled with an apostrophe in a weird place, so it looked very DC to me. So that's mm. what I went. I went with D, car hole. Cliff, you got any DC insight on this? Uh, I took a guess and picked car hole. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Well, were we right? Sounds like weird. Bith Tannen. No, it is actually C. Bith. So Bith. what? Yeah, Bith. Whatever it is. Hmm. What the? Hell? You guys ever heard of that character at all? Nope. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. All right, here we go. Moon Boy rides around on the back of what giant creature? A. A giant black moth. B, a red Tyrannosaurus Rex. C, a flying carpet. D, a giant red dog. In fact, Clifford used to give all the neighborhood kids rides around every other Wednesday. Oh, I screwed it up. You missed it. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> all right. So, Jordan, we'll just start with you here, man. What, which one uh, Which one did, did you pick? Uh, big Red Jack Kirby Tyrannosaurus Rex. Moon yeah. Boy and Devil Dinosaur. That is correct. All right. 28. Which character did not die in DC's Crisis on Infinite Earths? Mm. A. Psycho... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right on the line here. The depth of that DC knowledge. Yeah. That's <laughs> working it. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're laughing about, but oh my god. This is so funny. <laughs> the Let's see how it works. Play it out. <laughs> Unspool the tape. <laughs> Okay, which character did not die in DC's Crisis on Infinite Earths? A. Psycho Pirate B. Dove C. Supergirl or D. Flash Cliff, who'd you pick? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we know it's not Supergirl or the Flash I picked Dove You went with Dove Okay, well... (laughs) <laughs> We're so good at this. Unfortunately, <laughs> the correct answer is Psycho Pirate. Because um, famously, famously, the Psycho Pirate was the only character who remembered the pre crisis continuity after the crisis. That would be correct. So famously, he survived, which is what this question is. Now, I have a, but I have a question, serious question. Okay. Anybody know how Dove died? <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. I'm not doing it. I'm not your monkey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we lost about the last ten minutes of this podcast, and the audio died. And with it, one of the best jokes I've ever made. <laughs> Seriously, he Go laughed about it for five minutes after he made it. I laughed at my own joke. They asked, how did Dove die? And I said, I know what it sounded like. <laughs> so there, you get a terrible version oh. of a great joke that we're not gonna try. We're not gonna try to fool you into thinking that was ad libbed, right? It was, a, yeah. it was a great joke. <sighs> oh oh my gosh! Okay, twenty-nine. Just Moon. <laughs> pirate dies. Moon dragon. Moon dragon is the daughter of a. <laughs> Thanos. You are Thanos. B. No, I thought of my next joke. Oh, I was already pretty laughing. Oh, you. I've got time to prep, apparently. <laughs> Terax the Tamer. C. Drax the Destroyer. Or D. Adam Warlock. Now, I said that I, uh, I knew this one. It's Drax the Destroyer. Because, uh, there's some adventure stories with that. Oh, okay. That is correct. I also went with Drax because I was sure Moon Dragon is not green. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew that. Definitely not green. (laughs) He thought how odd it was that his daughter would not be green, but was bald instead. Okay. All right. So the correct answer is... Now I'm really lamenting that lost audio. (laughs) (laughs) Correct answer. Because you aren't exposed as thinking that. Nope. Always no. I know everything there is to know about Moon Dragon. The correct answer is C. Drax the Destroyer. All right. Last question. Here we go. For all the marbles. I wonder who won. I'm in suspense. (laughs) Corsair. Corsair, the leader of the Star Jammers. Is really the father of what Marvel character? A. Nova, B. Thunderstrike, C. Jack of Hearts, or D. Havok. <laughs> we we even in the first time we told you had to say it and you got it wrong the second time. <laughs> That's a little Michael K. Easton flavor. Uh, 
So who uh, who wants to go here? Who who got? We all have the same answer. Have it. Come on. Have it. He's a Klingon. <laughs> that is the correct answer. It is D. Have it. All right. So how many points did Cliff have? Cliff had sixteen out of thirty. I can't believe it. That's pretty great. Strong. Strong. Jordan had eighteen out of thirty. I'll and take it. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that score. <laughs> Got your paper cut coming to you. And Seth had 21 out of 30. Which we've recorded this twice, and I'm not convinced is still the truth. <laughs> I counted it twice. <laughs> so you each have... We're a, all in the same rank. Yes, yep. you each have a paper cut on the corner of your mouth. So, guys, that was a slice of heaven. That was great. I, <laughs> slice of heaven. That's I cannot I thank you guys so much. You all passed. Next year will be, if I have the wizard, <laughs> next year will be 1994, June of 1994. Maybe not June. I don't want to give you guys, because you guys can go back and find these answers pretty easily. Yeah, don't tell us I don't want to tell is. you which one it is. But uh, anyway, so there we go. That was a lot of fun. Uh, anything you took away from that, Jordan? <clears throat> that I should read more Valiant, probably. It's hot back then. It was hot back in 93. Do you guys want to hear some some of the news stories just real quick? Sure. All right. We good? You guys good on time? Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. So I've got I got a few things I grabbed out of the wizard that I thought maybe this is 1993, 25 years ago, okay? Got to think about what you were doing 25 years ago. So some of the fun stuff that we, you know, when you're looking at an old magazine is the entertainment news. So I'm just going to quickly Find those real quick. And we will have an idea of put you back what it was like back in 1993. That was the exciting thing about cracking open a wizard and learn, this is where you learned it. It didn't break on your, you know, social media feed every morning. You had to wait every month to see what was really shaking. That's right. That's right. Uh, one of the, one of the promos I kind of highlighted here, they had a nightfall promo. You remember, uh, mm-hmm. nightfall? Oh so, yeah. Yeah, where Batman, the, the, this is basically it led into Batman getting his back broken and Bane becoming one of the biggest Batman villains out there. Uh, so anyway, let's talk a little bit about ABC and what is upcoming for them in, in 1993 and mm. summer of all. What was it? What so doing? here I bet it involves Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> and what, My how time has I was gonna say, really changed things up. Tell you what, it's history repeats itself. We talk about the same, you know, subjects twenty five years later. Let's talk about Leonard Nimoy, okay? Because Leonard Nimoy is in talks with ABC right now, and they're developing a. It's called Deadly Games. It's a six part series. Now, if I say six part series called Deadly Games, starring Leonard Nimoy, anybody want to raise their hand or speak up as to what that is, or if they've seen it? I have no idea. Okay, well, here's the premise. Leonard Nimoy trains with different, like, masters, like Batman. Okay. And learns how to be more deadly. Seth, take a stab at it. Deadly Games, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Batman and Leonard Nimoy do heroin. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) All right, Cliff. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I have to imagine it somehow involved T.J. Hooker. <laughs> okay. Well, you know they had to get the William Shatner in there also. Uh, the network is developing. This is straight out of the Wizard here. The network is developing Deadly Games for the fall. The six-part series stars Leonard Nimoy as a man who, ma- who who must 
battle video game characters who come to life. Oh my. Oh, yeah. That's it. It's called Captain N. <laughs> the Game Master. Oh, by the way, if you were worried that the disapp- uh, uh, about the disappearance of dinosaurs from ABC's lineup, <laughs> I watched that oh, religiously. That I can't laugh. Big, that I can't laugh too much. Yeah, that's that's a show I remember. Don't worry, it got renewed for another season. So, mm-hmm. all right. Do you right. remember the last episode of that of that series? How I controversial know, it was. I, I don't personally remember it, like being scarred by it, but I've heard. People talk about it and how yeah. dark and weird it, yeah, was. it was. It was dark. What I happened? The, the meteor. They just wait on the meteor to oh, come yeah. to wipe out to all the dinosaurs. Yeah. That was the end of the show. Crying out loud! Sweet. Did humans ever show up in that? They didn't, mm, did they? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Not the mama. So here we go. Page one hundred. One hundred here. Uh, guess what they're getting ready for over on NBC. Seinfeld. Close. 93, I think. Seinfeld has been around for about three or four years by then, right? Um, Season four. This is a show that was (laughs) near and dear to my heart. So NBC is getting ready at this time. Uh, I'll read right from it here. Sam Beckett may be ending his time-traveling adventures in May. Oh, my. As the potentially final episode of Quantum Leap will air during May Sweeps Week. The second to last show features Sam. See, anybody remember what the second to last episode of? Uh, uh, that was on NBC. Quantum Leap. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Second to last episode, Seth. I don't remember. Sam leaps into Elvis. Ugh. According to this article, now they may have switched I, things up and they may I have recorded that. So, uh, but anyway, the second to last show, that last season, man, he goes into like Lee Harvey Oswald, and all sorts of crazy stuff happens. Hmm. But anyway. Uh, Sam leaping into Elvis's entourage. So I, didn't, I said Elvis, but Elvis's entourage. But the final show may answer a lot of questions. Just a very strange show. Uh, the series has created in the fans' minds. According to uh, a Quantum Leap publicist, Sam may leap into himself on the day he was born, eventually ending up in a bar. This is actually a very good description of the episode. Yeah, famously in the bar. Famously. It's known. Oh, yeah. what I understand. It is known. <laughs> it is known. Uh, ending up in a bar where the bartender could be God or whomever has been sending him leaping around. Hmm. All right. Let's talk about Fox. 1993. Does anybody in here have an idea of what's about to happen on Fox? Fox. Mm. Pre-Simpsons? Or, that no. Like it would have been 80. Yeah, yeah 87. Married mm. with Children. So. Married Children was already... Yeah, I think that was already... It was coming. already running. And living color. That sounds. Yeah. None of these are really That was about their heyday. Well, there's a few. Yeah, what does this have to do with anything? Anyway? <laughs> We're thinking like all. <laughs> there's a few unknown series. Living <laughs> single. <laughs> Quite a few unknown series here. Pop Rock. Martin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's all. There's something about a show called Guinea Pigs, a Columbia drama series. Then there's a show called The Island from ABC Productions. Uh, and then. There's a show called X-Files. Mm. Not a series about Marvel mutants, but 20th, 20th television's, 20th, this is what it says, 20th television's fantasy horror answer to fan favorite 70s series, Colchak the Night Stalker. Uh, don't know where the parallels draw there, but. <laughs> no, that's on the ball because Chris Carter always talked about growing up watching Colchak and that inspired really? him a lot, so. Go! Wow, journalism from Wizards. Get on it. <laughs> no kidding. I had no idea. So yeah, there you go. That's uh, Kojak. 
<laughs> Colch, it's Colchak. Colchak. Not mention Kojak. So yes, X Files was getting ready to get started. I remember watching that first episode. Yeah, ninety three. Oh, that should have been obvious. Yep. Come on. Yep. So stupid. It's known. It is known. It is known now. All right, let's talk about feature films. Because we all know how Wizard likes to tell us what's going to be happening in the oh, film industry. Yeah. Oh, what comic book movie uh, could have possibly been in 93? Well, I have. They, they mentioned a lot, so I'll just kind of skim down through here. And this, you know, you guys blurt out whatever you want. Uh, apparently, there was a Betty Boop movie in, uh, in discussion. Stephen King's Needful Things, mm-hmm. starring Max von Sydow as the evil Leland Gaunt. Ed Harris, I think, is also. In yep, yep. Now you mentioned and Bonnie Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah. Um, then we have some discussion about a movie called The Never Ending Story Three. Jeez. Now two is two is an actual thing, right? Never Ending Story yeah. Two is a thing. Was three ever a thing? Not that I know of. Me either. There could also be ten sequels, and I wouldn't be able to call you a liar. I don't know. <laughs> John, Car- direct a video. John Carpenter is getting ready to do something here in 93. Oh, let's, we surely should be able to figure this out. John Carpenter, 93 for era. Um, oh. Before Escape from L.A. He did Christine at Remake. some point. <clears throat> Sorry. Remake? Um. It's a remake. A 1960s cult film about the blob. <laughs> British school children. This I don't think this movie was received. I don't well. know. I believe it had uh, Christopher Reeve in it. <laughs> Did it have Christopher Reeve in it? Mm-hmm. Village of the Damned. I'm glad we <laughs> You guys let that one I fall need flat. You to some more time to try yeah, to guess. Yeah, we'll okay, cut, all right. Cut that thinking out. <laughs> no idea. Well, heard in, of it. In the same paragraph, they met. Uh, they mentioned how Wes Craven is actually working on a mm-hmm. on a movie, uh, a movie by the name of Doctor Strange. Hmm. Huh. Mm, okay. Uh, time Cop <laughs> is also being mentioned. Well, we talked about that earlier tonight. Yeah. Then let's take a look here. Uh, well, I think that's I think that's about it. I have me. much more vivid memories of everything in the eighties than anything I do in the nineties. Right. Hi, so listen, up, listen up, kids. If you've been going out to watch a superhero movie every weekend this summer, this is what it used to oh be like. Oh my gosh, we're we had to there. wait for time. <laughs> this was. How many superhero movies did we have in '93? I mean, from other the 80s? than super. Well, there was yeah, we yeah. count stuff from from the '80s. We had a Superman yeah. franchise, which was unfortunately probably dead in the water at that time because right. four came out in '87. Batman right? Returns yeah, Batman. would have been like '92, probably. Yeah. So that would have been the biggest one. And I mean, what else is out there at that time? Mm. I mean, hardly anything. There's probably stuff that there certainly wasn't any. Big two titles that I can think of off the top of my head, other than Batman, Superman, Marvel. Did Marvel have anything in '93? No, uh, it was in the '90s itself. That was probably Punisher about the time. It was sometime. Yeah, around, yeah. That direct-to-video Captain America movie was That's right 90, about that time. Think, maybe yeah. Punisher has to be somewhere. I don't know. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was '89, '90 or something around there. You kids today. <laughs> You guys With remember your constant streaming? 
We have the Highlander movie. Uh, they're getting ready to do Highlander 3, uh, which was apparently titled The Magician. What did they end up titling that? Mm. I can't remember. It was a. Uh, I went to the theater to go watch that, though. It had Mario Van Peebles. Mario Van Peebles. What? Yeah, that was a Highlander with Mario Van Peebles. And, uh, Mario. <laughs> where's he at? Dang it, Michael. Uh, and uh, I think that's about it from what I can see. I remember this. Robot Jocks. You guys remember Robot Jocks? Nope. Right, that was a video. Um, all right. That's all I can remember from entertainment news. There was all sorts of fun little things that I saw pop up through the wizard. It's always fun, just like you said, to go back, take a look at, you know, 25 years ago. What was on everybody's mind? You guys do a pop culture podcast. This was your link into pop culture sometimes. These magazines. Print, people. And print. now it's a time capsule. That's right. From that, that very specific era. Right. <laughs> well, this has been a slice. Have we got anything else planned here? Or yep. What do you guys want to do? Yep. We're going to... We started our new segment last couple weeks ago, where we, well, what, give us the give us the drop. One job forever. Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm gonna do it. Okay? You talker! You had one job to do. There it was. Pretend it's there. Okay. Um, anyway, we we started a new series where we're going to take one artist or creator, actor, writer, anything, and uh, pick one thing they did. Their, as Jordan said, their headstone movie or role, and what's the most important thing they did? What's our favorite? We're all going to vote and see what lives in infamy. We put several people in the book already. But this time, I asked our guest to make the pick. And who'd you choose, Jesse? We haven't done very many of these, so you had a wide open... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So you guys probably thought I'd go comics, since, you know, I'm the source material yeah. guy. But no. No. You guys have to make a decision here. We have to make a vote or do something. And try to figure out where Steven Spielberg... I know. Balls. I, I said that hurts. That's mm. such a big choice. Yeah. That's huge. I, so yeah, we got, do you go with one of the childhood favorites or one of the acclaimed Oscar winner? Like he's had such a varied career for so long. I know it's it's almost overwhelming. Well, I mean, I know where I'm going to start. Well, don't tell us your pick yet. Okay, how's that? But All make right. throw some titles out there that mean something to you. Well, <clears throat> the thing is, is that I chose this with one thing in mind, so I'm probably going to have to. Uh, let, can I can I defer to you guys to hear what you guys have to throw out there and see? I'll, if it may, I'll, I'll who, read some. Yeah, give us some of the. Highlights. I'll give you some titles here. One second. All right, we got Ready Player One. Ready Player One, right That's there. Boom! Movie. It's a good movie. Ten Ten, Hook. <clears throat> God, I've watched Hook 300 times when I was a kid. <laughs> Bang-a-rang! I can't take that memory from my childhood. I gotta vote Hook! Yeah. Empire of the Sun, Ruby. Color Purple, Munich, War of the Worlds, oh my Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., e. Catch Me If You Can, British Spies, The Post, AI, Minority Report, Lincoln, Jaws, Jurassic Park, Jaws. Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan... 
Wow. A lot. That's, that's War Horse. Duel. 1941. Always. I don't remember that one. That's, is, is that the... Always is the one with John Goodman. That's about that pilots, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Richard Dreyfus in that one? Yeah, I think yep. so. Okay. A lot of stuff. I gotta go with nostalgia. Yeah, Close Encounters. Close Encounters! I said there's a lot of like Oscar winners and really acclaimed movies that somebody else could have made, probably. So I I have to go with one of the childhood favorites. I know your pick. I've, maybe not. Go on. Go on, I'm sorry. Are we giving picks now or are we still being vague about it? Well, I thought you were were getting ready to say. Cliff? Not E.T., I know. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you grumpy old man. Surprisingly easy for me. Okay, cool. I like that. I want a sure thing. We're putting this down. I want people to be behind their answer here. Yeah, as long as it's what it's, I want. It's Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, it's the introduction of Indiana Jones. It's Raiders. It's nothing else compares to me. <sighs> See, that is the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, and I panicked and said, "No, he's made so many movies over so many decades." I love Jaws so much. I love all these. Uh, I went back to Raiders. I, I, it, yeah. it has to be Raiders. It's the. It's My only problem is I think I like Last Crusade better. Well, I thought about I, like the definitive Indiana Jones movie from my childhood is Temple of Doom. That's, that's the, the first one I saw because that's the one that we had the VHS. Right, of. because that I think we all fall into that because I remember. And like it was like the summer '86 or whatever. I think it came out in '85. In '86, mm-hmm. I remember watching it on tape at my friend's parents' house, and I had never seen Raiders because I it just I mean I wasn't old enough to. It's not like we saw it in a the theater and whenever whatever year it was '83 or something. Anyway, so I was kind of introduced to it with that, but then and then loved Last Crusade. I love Raiders. Yeah, I, I love I love them all. I can't we wait. We can't just put the box set in there as a full trilogy. No, no, but <laughs> it's I can't game. wait. We can make up the rules. But listen to this. Cliff's all behind this. I can't wait till we do Harrison Ford and he has to decide what role he played. But when you pick a role of someone, you get all the movies they played that role. We could get that. But, no, we get one movie. But we're not talking about Harrison Ford. I know. I'm just saying. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Raiders is a great pick. I, I love the movie. What was Mr. Easton's pick? Mr. Easton had a surprising pick that I, I liked. He chose Saving Private Ryan. Oh, he said he just, he remembers seeing it in the theater and it hitting him and he just thought it was magnificent. Wow. And I, I totally agree with him as it being a legitimate pick. I love Saving Private Ryan. It's in, in my top 100 list of movies. I, I love it. Oh, Jurassic Park, though. That's my pick. Oh, my goodness. That's I, I'm going Jurassic Park because that's my number one Steven Spielberg movie. Always has been. I, that's my Jaws. When I, I wasn't, you know, we're not old enough. To, I love Jaws. But I remember seeing Jurassic Park in the theater and, like, the wow that he put that on screen. When that, you know, T-Rex pulls down the banner and it's just, yeah. like, roars. That's just amazing to me. I love that. It's just a perfect blockbuster movie. And I, I still remember that feeling and then watching it a ton back then and then not watching it for years. Yeah. And then catching it on TV and being like, oh, wow, that still looks really good. 
yeah. the, the 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 effects and the uh, you know the acting and the characters. You're like this movie stands up the test yeah. of time. No matter how many sequels they try to ruin it with, because <laughs> you can't put that genie back in the bottle. Well, that's this what was I was going to say. Shot. If, if you if, can't. If Indy has a crystal skull, yeah. Jurassic Park has way more crystal yeah. skulls than right. Indiana Jones. You can't, this is a, we can't grade them like that is yeah. what I'm getting at. It, uh, so anyway, my definite. He's throwing around a lot of rules, Clint. Yeah. Right. Well, I think these are obvious rules here. I'm he, not, he can you put guys as many can, rules out as he wants. It's not change anything. You guys can absolutely vote for whatever you want. I, I'm, my vote is Jurassic Park. What's your thoughts over there, Jesse? I want to, I want to touch on, each one of your movies here because each one of these most likely holds a spot in somebody's memory, uh, you know, somewhere in their life, okay? So, Raiders. Let's talk about Raiders yep. real quick. Uh, you know, my stepdad, um, my mom was married to him for 14 years and he was a huge Indiana Jones fan, loved Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I remember not understanding what the hell was going on, okay, when I was a kid watching this. And he, he wanted to watch that over and over. And soon, at some point, I figured out, oh, man, this is actually a really good movie. Uh, and I, I grew up with that, being a fan of that whole franchise. And, yeah, I definitely absolutely loved um, the Last Crusade. I remember watching that with my actual dad, and it appealed to everybody. So, yes, Raiders of the Lost mm-hmm. Ark, big, big factor in my life. Now, let's talk about Jurassic Park because I, I my one of my my first memories as a young adult is taking my money, getting in my car, and going to a theater by myself for the first time. And that movie came out in what ninety three three okay. So, wow. So I'm talking, a, I'm 17 and no, 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 15, 15. Yeah. 15. So I say young adult. Boy, that is awful young. <laughs> I wasn't driving then. So somehow I got to the theater. I watched this car. I was stealing a car. <laughs> yep. He stole a car to go see Jurassic Park. That's a hell of a story. <laughs> I, I remember watching this movie by myself in the theater and being just in awe. Now, I'm not a guy that got to the theater a whole lot as a kid. But watching that, it made me uh, it made me realize that there there are some great films out there that just need to be experienced in the theater. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park was one of them. Absolutely. And that was our first time where like when we first realized what CGI could do. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. You know, we were like, "Wow, this is the future." You know, you you always say about Superman, "I believe a man could fly." I was like, "I believe those are dinosaurs." I believe a dinosaur can eat a man on a toilet. One of the things that Spielberg (laughs) knows how to do is awe, and those characters, which you know, it's brilliantly casted, and the, the great thing they do is whenever a dinosaur comes by, they stop. And look up at it in, in awe. That's what we need to see the characters doing to like get because that's what we're doing. That's yeah, that's what it's supposed to I, be. I also remember going to see this movie, but had an entirely different experience because I can actually remember who I sat by. <laughs> we had a whole group of 
Jesse would remember Warren Elementary kids. I was would have been in the eighth grade mm-hmm. that we used to every almost every week we would go to the theater in Marietta and hang out and watch a movie because that's the only thing there was to do. <laughs> yeah. And I, I I must have known like seen the preview for it, but I remember none of us being really. We were like, oh, that was cool, but not being blown away by it. Oh, really? At all. In fact, I remember my friend, and I won't say his name, but I'll tell you later. I remember him coming out and saying the book was better, and that's what I remember from that experience. <laughs> it was probably the first time I ever heard somebody say, oh, the book was better. And I was like, there's a book. <laughs> Doesn't have pictures. <laughs> exactly. So... Jordan? Yeah, but Raiders, though. Raiders. It, it basically changed how action movies were made. And if we erase it from existence, then there's a whole line of movies mm-hmm. that are not going to be influenced by this classic. That just, from frame one, just non-stop... I, we've never seen a movie like that before. Obviously, it takes on the... The pulp feelings in the old serial, like it's a throwback. Well, no, no character is introduced better than Indiana Jones in that movie. They, well, they're he's a, do, doing you know his quest there mm-hmm. for that little gold statue, and he mm-hmm. comes through, and you never see his face for a while, and this, he, he's walking, and then you never see his face until he turns around, <laughs> uses the bull whip. And, it's, it's good. This was also George Lucas and Steven Spielberg coming together. For the first time, as far as I can remember, <laughs> he's like, "I will throw out a fact and then back away." And then back away, <laughs> as far as I can remember. Lucas wrote the script. Basically. He was the producer on the film, um, but I mean, I think he wrote the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I okay. So coming well, into this, my pick. Oh, go ahead. I, to me, there's a bigger argument for Jaws against Raiders than there is Jurassic Park. Jaws was the first summer blockbuster. It. Oh, I know people are screaming at us that we're not talking about Jaws. I, I get it. I just read. I think this was on my. I have a calendar. It's called the uh, the uh, Uncle John's calendar, and so there's a lot of a lot of toilet humor in that. However, um, I just read how the guy that wrote the book that Jaws is based on regretted. Every moment after that, about how he painted sharks in a bad light, to where he even became an environmentalist to try and teach people that sharks aren't as bad <laughs> as Jaws depicts them. Yeah, I've read all the sequels to Jaws where it's about kids making friends with sharks. They're weird. Glad they fixed that. <laughs> he was really upset that people had this bad image of sharks after that, and that. There was, I think one of the quotes was, you know, sharks don't want revenge. <laughs> so did you, anyway. did you give your pick, Jesse? What was your? Well, okay, well, I, I'm I'm curious as to why Cliff hates ET because that is my I don't remember where favorite. that came from. I just never liked ET. Okay, from it's, the time I was a little kid. There's I, some I, amazing moments in that movie when he just the. Obviously, I mean, it just, I'm in awe of Spielberg when you watch even that movie, just the lighting. When he's out in that shed, it's all blazing light across the backyard and just, it's it's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Personally, for me, it was the first movie that that I actually remember ever going to. It's the first movie that I ever cried 
at uh, after the movie because I did not want E.T. to go home in any way. <laughs> I was I can recall in my mom being in my mom's car. <laughs> Do not go home. Bill, yeah, crying <laughs> into my Reese's pieces. We are in the car driving from the Parkersburg, whatever they had that theater over there that was uh, right downtown. Not oh theater, yeah, the town square. Th- there you go. Yeah. So. We're driving home from there, and I'm bawling my eyes out, yelling, E.T., come back. E.T., come back. I'm like five, I think, at that time. Uh, it profoundly affected my personal life where I was... I I became, I would say, the nerd that I am, the geek that I am, based on that movie. I was into Aliens when I was a kid, because mm-hmm. probably because of that movie. I read Whitley Stryber's Communion because of that movie, probably. Uh, and it, 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 I became a fan of X-Files, probably because of E.T. Uh, so every time I watch that movie, I'll be right here. I'll ball. I'm done. You know, I'm, 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 grab the tissues. It still affects me to this day. How? I, I can confirm, because I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, and then I watched it for that, my 100 movie poster deal. Yeah. And I got really misty during that. And my oldest nephew, when they showed it to him for the first time, E.T. dies in the flower wilts. He lost it. And they had to fast forward the movie. He's like, no, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Because he that affected him really hard. So. Now, when you look at E.T., E.T. is this disgusting blob of an alien. <laughs> he looks like a little brown turd. <laughs> but because of the story that's told and how that story comes together, you grow, some of us, grow to love E.T. <laughs> so where did he keep his bullwhip? Yeah. yeah, there's some flaws in E.T. too. Like, There's a lot of stuff that makes no sense when you watch it. Like when those spacemen, it's gorgeous. But I call him Spaceman. But when the guys from the CDC or whatever, the man with the keys, put put all their stuff. Yeah, the man with the keys. That's awesome. You know what they call him? Keys. That's a, <laughs> that's his that's his <laughs> that's name. <laughs> that's his name in the cast thing. But they he they come to the house and they come through the windows and they come. They don't knock on the door. His family's at home and they just come in, storm the house. It's totally ridiculous. It looks great, but it makes no sense. Yeah. Also, E.T. did not fight Nazis. <laughs> oh, that's the prequel we need. When they first they first visited Earth in World War II. Am I supposed to be defending Jurassic Park or something? <laughs> well, I, I guess I mean, because I love Raiders. I'm not going to... The are, vote is currently one to one to one to two. Yeah, I think that says it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, that if that's how... If that's his final vote over there, I didn't hear one. Oh, I get... I get, I get do, so... So I, I laid out my case for E.T., but if yeah. we're going to put on the platter as to what I have... No, I have no qualms with any of these picks. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I, I want, But we we need to... Okay, actually, I'm sticking, I'll stick with E.T. because if I don't go with E.T., we're going to have a deadlock. Uh, well, wait a second. We've got Michael K. Easton, we have, right? The way it works... <laughs> Please. I like get to the rule book. tell you guys. I have the rule book in my head. The way it would work... Uh, and I'm using survivor rules. Just so you know. Alright. Uh, when you have a tie, the people that, you know, it, you, whoever didn't vote for e- either of those votes again. So Michael would have to pick between those two movies. Mm. That's if he, if, 
You know, I'm not saying Jesse jumped over and picked Jurassic Park, but I, which I'm not. Michael, I, <laughs> Michael would go with whatever made him cry. <laughs> I should stick with ET. <laughs> well, he didn't get to change it if there's no tie. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to make this easy. I I'm going to stick with my that is totally my childhood funny. favorite. And it's the one that influenced me. It affected me the most. I guarantee it affected a lot of other kids out there. I agree. So I'm staying with that. Well, then then in the Gray's Almanac for Steven Spielberg, the only movie he ever made was what? Are you are you stopping? No, we're high fiving across the table. Oh, okay. It's a virtual. The only only movie Spielberg ever made is the classic. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I cannot argue that I love it. I, I hate to see Jurassic Park go, but I this is this is right up there also with me. I love it. It's a, yeah. What what's what's he say? Uh, lightning, fire, power, God. That's <laughs> what's in that Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Once more, you see, there's nothing you can possess that I cannot take away. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if he just dropped Raiders and that was it? And like a fan base Boom. just It just happened. <laughs> what? No. The guys, please, we need more of this. Nope, I'm done. Uh, I'm done making films. Raiders is the final thing. I mean, there would be a lot of upset people because that after watching that you wanted more. Uh one more where it comes from. But. George probably would have went back and added some dobacks in every few years. Yeah. <laughs> Nazis on dobacks. <laughs> Special editions. Yeah. So good. So if you haven't watched Raiders and Lost Ark in a while, go catch it. Watch it. It's a great, great movie. So, I mean, so much good stuff. I love that kind of stuff that, you know, just searching through the tombs and all that. One thing you can say about Raiders and Lost Ark, it's no. It is no. (laughs) It is no. No doubt about it. So thank you, Jesse, for coming up with that. It sparked a long conversation, and that was kind of the point of of this new idea. So we're going to be doing that every week, picking something else. If you're ever a guest, you get to bring your pick so we can hash it out. We need a title for this episode also. Well, it's either uh, finals or it is known. (laughs) You know, like... That's basically the choice. You're when either. doves die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it? Uh, that's a good one, too. What it sounds like when doves die. <laughs> oh, right. what a great joke lost. <laughs> history. Okay, so wrap it up. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Thank you for prepping this test and give us your info one more time. Oh, yes. If you'd like to... Just uh, listen to any shows uh, that I have the opportunity to be on. I am on the Rattlich in Broadcasting Network. You should be able to find that Facebook page. Just type in R-A-D-U-L-I-C-H and give it a like. You'll stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. Source material is the comic book podcast that I'm on. You're more than welcome to check that out. I have a Facebook page and we do a YouTube thing too. <laughs> I mean, there's so much content that I'm a part of. Uh, we do video game commentaries. Uh, we have, there's the Metal Hammer of Doom, which I'm a part of, where we have 
This year we have also done some more pirate metal. <laughs> Did that last year? Talked about. Yeah, that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was like dwarfs or something. <laughs> Rum Ahoy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but yes, we 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 do a podcast called The Metal Hammer of Doom, and uh, that's unspokendecade.com. I'll plug those guys uh, again. Uh, I'm part of that just recently, so check that out if you're a '90s comic book fan. I think that's about it. Cliff, thank you for joining us, and mm-hmm. thank you for doing all the technical work. And <laughs> wanted to give us our information. <laughs> oh, you can find us at our website www.udownwithkpp.com or at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter. Of course, we're always on Facebook. All right, then. As always, I am Shatiqua and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give us like yours, maybe. Uh, I want to be Biff this week. <laughs> Damn it. We Biff. Biff. Well, then I'm going to be uh, coming at you from the Radishes and Broccoli Network. Uh, Shalama Lama Ding Dong. And I'm both A and B. <laughs> Bye forever. <laughs> I thought you were going to be Carhole. <laughs> Carhole. <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Yeah. Michael and I are first cousins on our mom's side. But then Barnes is married into the Offenberg as well. Yeah. Yes. On my dad's side. Okay. Yeah. But... Is Jamie Barnes his? Jamie Barnes is my first cousin. Is my is my brother-in-law. And yes. brothers, yeah, he married Jill. And Michael married my other sister. So the other yes. side of the family. circle. The other side yeah, of the circle of life. <laughs>